Now, don't go away, because next on CBS Radio's Comedy Time are those two zany characters of many characters, Bob and Ray. And now, Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding present the CBS Radio Network. Hey, Bob and Ray. Yes? Fellas, uh, show up some uh, sometime without enough uh, material uh, so that we can hear that wonderful theme all the way through. Uh, I was driving uh, with a group of friends just this Look, morning. Uh, excuse me just and a minute. we were talking uh, about me, sir. your new theme. Beg your I said, well, sir, I remember please. You... If you want to be heard, would you come up here to the microphone and uh, let's have a real talk. Instead of sitting there in the front row and yelling to us, it's not very uh, showman-like, you know? I was riding in a car with a fellow this morning, and I was saying I liked your new theme. And I uh, can remember uh, years ago on programs, every once in a while, uh, they would run short. And they'd say, uh, tonight uh, we'll uh, play our theme in its entirety. So Some phrase want, like that. So what I wanted, uh, you want us to run I like out, it. I run like out it. of sparkling ad lib material. Is that right? And uh, have to fill with the theme. That's uh, what I hope because I want to hear it all the way through once, sometime. Well, I hope. Right. I, I don't. Uh, I don't know, but uh, if if it could be done, I'd appreciate it very much. Okay, Bob. Bob? <laughs> yes, uh, we'll uh, see Bob. if we can take care of that. Bob. Now will you get up and let Ray sit down yes. there because he hasn't had time to say anything yet. Fellow wanted to hear our theme in its entirety. Holy mackerel! And uh, maybe we'll be able to answer that request one of these days soon. I think it would be nice if we could all hear right. it. All okay, well, all right. I, I believe you. I believe you. Sure. Uh, Wally Ballou is uh, up in Herkimer, New York. Herkimer is the home of uh, those of you who have been following this program assiduously. Uh, is the home of <laughs> <laughs> Professor Groggins, uh, the good Professor Groggins, who is uh, attempting to. Orbit the moon one of these days in a craft of his own design. So, Should be pretty soon, too, I think, by our last visit up there. I think so. So I'll put on my earphones now, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the unseen radio audience, as I introduce Wally Ballou from Herkimer, New York. Herkimer, New York, this is radio's Wally Ballou, standing in the cow pasture behind the barn of the great Professor Groggins, who, within the next few weeks, he tells me, will be starting off to... Uh, the moon. Professor Groggins, it's been about six weeks and three days since we talked to you last. What has transpired at that time, sir? By that I mean, what has taken place? Well, uh, in other words, what have you done to improve uh, your rocket uh, in its forthcoming trip to the moon? Well, Wally, uh, as you know, uh, I have... Uh, in uh, 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 five years, uh, uh, attempted to uh, to get off the ground uh, with uh, this machine. Now I, uh, 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 hi Bob, uh, Wally. I have been working overtime uh, trying to get this uh, machine into one uh, unit. Want to come aboard? Take a look. Yes, around. I'd like to see what changes have taken place. Well, I have uh, included uh, some new equipment. Still have the linoleum on the floor there. Yes. And uh, I have a uh, combination washer and dryer installed now. Hey. So that. How uh, much of a payload uh, can that take? About 20 pounds of dirty clothes. Well, it's a good idea to 
Get off the moon and have clean clothes, certainly. Well, that's what I was saying to Mrs. Groggins. Uh, uh, if we hit the moon and, and get off, you don't want to step off on a new planet looking like uh, like a slob. No, plus uh, you have the opportunity there to contaminate us. That's right. Now, Bob, you can probably hear my general. Wally Baloo, please. Uh, Wally, uh, the... Uh, you can probably hear my generator uh, working there in the background. That is the unit that will make the power for us on the trip. Wonderful. That sounds as if it's a much more powerful device than uh, heretofore we have seen. I had to send to Hong Kong to get that. Well, they make them good there, I'm told. And uh, that will probably help, uh, help out a great deal. Tell me this. Uh, are you going to turn over the powerful motor for us today? So if you can... have time... Uh, yes. All Time right. is one thing that we have the most of, Professor Grogan. All right. Well, then let's step outside, and I'll uh, I'll uh, set her off for you. <laughs> you don't. Uh, you're not going to use any countdown. No, no countdown. That's nonsense. I know. Uh, I know. You know what you want to do. Certainly. I just turn on the ignition key and turn it up, isn't it? Turn the right oh. switch there. Oh, that's the washer going. I thought so. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Well, that cylindrical action in there. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry about that. But now, here, ladies and gentlemen on the radio, is the sound of the powerful moment of the Professor Groggins rocket ship. What's the matter? Don't start clapping, Nubble, because uh, everyone who comes around here... Well, he's shaking his head now uh, as well, if to express silent contempt for the mechanical giant he has here well, before. you know, I tell you, I've had this outdoors now. We've had a couple of cold nights this week, and... Uh, I don't. I think the engine's just got, tightened up. Have you got antifreeze in there? No. Well, that no. may be the reason. You can't tell. Well, it hasn't been that cold. Well, anyway, as soon as you have any direct information, as we've said before, and you know when you're going to take off, why, please let us know so we can be here. Wally, I want to. I want to announce right now that I'm leaving a week Tuesday. Week from Tuesday. Well, there's news, ladies and gentlemen, on the radio. A week from Tuesday, Professor Groggins will attempt to start off for the boot. The uh, moon, the moon. Right. And I will be moon. here to cover that event for the radio. Until such time, this is Ollie Ballou turning it to New York. Okay. <laughs> okay, Wally. Oh, let's see. I think we should have some music. Yeah. From coast to coast, now's the season the air is filled with all the action and thrills of that annual razzle-dazzle powerhouse pigskin parade. True, true, and there's many a TD being racked up each weekend as the big squads clash in colorful gridiron set tools. Hey, if you'd like to keep in the know when it comes to the plays and the players, the scores and the stories, if you'd like to meet some of the men behind those thrilling... What's that say? Big irons. <laughs> written by a girl. Who wrote this? Uh, Big Skin plays down there on the grid skin. Oh, no, it was a joke, and I didn't see it. 
Listen each Monday through Saturday night to CBS Radio Sports Time with Frank Gibbons. Want to read the whole thing so we can get the full meaning of right. it and the humor. Hey, if you'd like to meet some of the men behind those thrilling pig iron plays down there on the gridskin, listen each Monday through Saturday night to CBS Radio Sports Time with Frank Gifford. Oh. Here in Sportsland, sports spotter Frank Gifford pounds the sports time beat with sports scores, sports stories, and sportsmen for you right here on CBS Radio Old Sports. Whatever happened to Mumbly Peg? And now it's time to chat with Ward Stuffer. Ward, come over here, please. And don't move the chair. Now you sit down without moving that chair. All of you guys seem to move the chair when they sit down. All right. Ward, uh... Ward is our roving critic, as you know, the roving critic of the year, and he's back from England. Back last week, I imagine uh, you have a good deal to tell us, Ward. Oh, Wardy. Well, most know. people over there, Miss Peter Houston. I told you not to move that chair now, Ward, because the that was me getting up right now. Well, people hear that at home. Okay. Now you'll have to cut it out, everybody. Now, yeah. Cut that out. Uh, they miss Peter Houston off. Uh, he's left television, theater, book publishing, opera, radio, movies, fencing, public debating, and street shows have all fallen off to half of what they used to be. And uh, they've uh, picked up a bit over here, yeah. Wardy. Now, uh, what Ward is... Ward would be fine. I thought uh, somebody told me before when on the air that you like to be called Ward. No, it's W-E-R-D-E, but it's pronounced Ward. Oh, it was a trap, that's all. I'm sorry, Ward. Uh... Uh, what is it uh, you've selected to review for us this week? Well, it's a television piece. The Francis Flanders Five-Minute Weather Show. <laughs> Anything exciting about it, Ward? Well, while Miss Flanders is an extraordinarily attractive woman, I would say that five minutes is about the white length for this particular presentation. <laughs> uh-huh. She seemed to have excellent uh, comprehension of her role and was perfectly composed throughout the show, with the exception of one time when a snow sign placed in the Duluth area uh, fell off the weather board. Oh, well, that's a... Uh, who, who's moving the chair now? I think that's the director. It's me, the director of the program. Well, can you be a little more quiet? All we can't right. hear what Mr. Stuffer is saying. Uh, let's see, now, where were we, uh... Well, anyway, Miss Splendor's regained her composure. Oh, oh right yes, a production mistake, yeah. She placed the snow sign over Miami and went right on like the trooper <laughs> she is. And uh, what did you think of her weather map, Ward? Well, I couldn't make it out too well. The map was cross-hatched with fronts and occlusions and pressure systems and other weather symbols. I couldn't make out Minneapolis or St. Paul at all. Oh, gee, that's too bad. Ward. However, uh, I did note a mild distortion in the map in the Portland area. And I'm afraid Miss Flanders was a bit overzealous with her pointer. She plunged it through the map, left a gaping hole all the way down to the San Diego area. Uh, did the accident throw Miss Flanders off her stride, Ward? No. When the camera panned over to that section of the country again, an organ had been placed in front of it, and we were treated to a musical interlude with Miss Flanders doing the honors. There's been no end to that woman's talent. Well, good as she is. She had a recitative quality that grated on the nerves a bit. This was especially evident in her reading of the current temperatures. I see. But Miss Flanders was at her most dynamic as she pointed out a hurricane. Just a second, Ward. Developing... Looks like Mary McGoon's going to get up. Mary, don't you move that chair. All right, I'll try to, but it's awfully hard to move back from a table without moving the chair. I'll try. Yeah, so continue. Uh... See, I told you. Miss Flanders did a magnificent dance depicting the raw forces of nature turned loose. She gyrated and swirled and spun, 
Till you could almost feel a 70-mile-an-hour wind in your face. It was electric. Then it was a production you thoroughly enjoyed. Well, with the exception of the production mishaps I discussed previously, I thought the show, for the most part, a pleasant diversion. Well, I... Uh... You certainly can't find fault uh, with Miss Flanders for not being able to give the East Coast weather after the strenuous dance she did. Oh. Even more experienced dancers would have had trouble catching their breath. What? You're through now, and you're going to have to get up and leave the stage. I know. Right. Try to be quiet. If about you move, now I'm telling you, if you make a sound with that chair, you're in trouble. Thank you, Ward Stuffer, roving critic of the air, for your report on the Francis Flanders Five Minute Weather Show. Apparently, a smash. Say, if you'd like to get rid of pesky dandruff, I told you about that, Stuffer. If you'd like to get rid of pesky dandruff in just three minutes. Oh, and I like that, Russ. And I don't mean you. I mean those average, normal men and women out there who don't like unsightly dandruff and want to get rid of it fast. Then listen to this announcer. Thank you, listen boss. to this announcer. <laughs> Say, you know dandruff bothers most men and most women, too. So listen, today you can get rid of embarrassing dandruff in just three minutes. Yes, with Fitch Dandruff Remover Shampoo, unsightly dandruff's gone in three minutes. It's the quickest, easiest of all leading shampoos. And that's not all. Using Fitch regularly is guaranteed to keep embarrassing dandruff away. Simply apply in the unique Fitch manner. Before you wet your hair, rub in one minute. This way, Fitch shampoo penetrates right down to the scalp. Next, add water. Lather one minute. To wash every trace of dandruff out of your hair. And then rinse one minute. All that loosened dandruff goes down the drain. In three minutes with Fitch, one rubbing, one lathering, one rinsing, dandruff's gone. And never forget, gentle Fitch can also leave your hair up to 35% brighter. To get rid of dandruff problems forever, brighten hair too, use Fitch regularly. Get Fitch Dandruff Remover Shampoo today, only 59 cents. Webley Webster will be here with uh, a historical quotation in just 10 seconds. that historical quotation, please. Thousands for defense, but not one penny for a bookie. Thank you very much. And until the next time, this is Ray Goulding reminding you to write if you get work. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by your thumbs. This is the CBS Radio Network. Stay tuned for City Editor's Report next on KNXM and FM, CBS Radio Los Angeles. Hey.